Hey there, Why Though listeners. Enjoy our last week in our Throwback Thursday series, Why Heaven is All Around Us Though. Welcome back to Why Though. We are so glad you tuned in with us. We want to talk about why heaven is all around us though. These are crazy times, y'all. None of us saw this coming. Hmm. None of us could have imagined how appending this life would be spring 2020. And with no end in sight, we know that you all are watching Tiger King. Now, here's the thing. We think it's crazy. Crazy. Ashley and I have not bitten off on that chunk mm-hmm. of Mm-mm. tiger meat. It's Nor not are we thing. going to. It's not going to no, happen. We, no, real <laughs> life is so hard. I don't need the crazies of this subculture who have grown tigers as pets. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't no. do it. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's just like, what is Florida? I mean, why? Why? Yeah. Why? I have a question, Ashley. The same people who watch The Bachelor, are they watching Tiger King? Is there any correlation here? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, The Tiger King is like an intense situation, and The Bachelor okay. is like a harem. I mean, maybe they do come <laughs> from the same root system. Yeah. <laughs> from the same cloth. But they feel a little different to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I put wild and crazy television all in the same box, like yeah. with the Kardashians, right. Bachelor Nation. I'm going to throw Tiger King in that box. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to throw it in that box because this is crazy stuff, y'all. I understand that it's a pandemic and this is what's distracting us, but shoot, mm-hmm. shoot. No, no got to do it. I will mm-hmm. ask you really quickly, though, uh, is there anything good you're reading right now that's been a delight? Oh, my gosh, totally. So we just um, we discovered this Netflix. It's like a docu-series, except it's it's fiction, but based on a real story. It's called Unorthodox, and it's about the um, a young woman who's raised in the Hasidic Jewish um, community <gasps> in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It's I did amazing. See a commercial for that. I, yes. I put that on my list. Yes, oh, it's, it's good. so good. Oh, good. And so I loved the show so much that I that I purchased the memoir. Deborah Feldman wrote the memoir, and then it's it's based around her story, and it's so good. Her memoir is amazing, and so I'm really enjoying reading that right now. And just I was fascinated in general to learn about other cultures and the ways that you know women experience those cultures. And so I thought yeah. it was a really fascinating picture. And also, you know, we just, I see so much correlation between different religions, um, the extreme ends of them. And some of it's really beautiful, like the community that's created, the traditions, the celebrations, like there's so much beauty in it. And at the same time, there's so much um, oppression of women that happens across these different cultures. So I found it to be interesting and um, really, really great. Oh, what a great recommendation. I'm so looking forward to that. I feel like I need to get more books on my list or I'm going to have nothing to read. The few books that I pre-ordered of authors to support that I have not had a chance to read since I've been in a writing season, I'm starting to pick some of those up as well and mull through those. In fact, I'm just now reading Sarah Bessie's new book um, because this is my opportunity to do so now that I am finishing up writing Mm. my third book so yeah it's time to read people the time is now well there really is nothing else to do if you're not into tiger king if you're (laughs) (laughs) that was so well said girl girl please that's so good Uh, my husband i have a one of the older kindles that it i don't even know what it's called but it's it's one of the first generation kindles and my husband found it dug it out of like an electronics drawer and he's like we're plugging this in i gotta use this since i can't get to the library (laughs) 
<laughs> so now he's he's like, we got to figure out how to use this. And after about five hours, it finally charged, and he is he is in business, and he feels like yes. he can rule the world. That's amazing. <laughs> I think I bought it in 2010. No joke. Maybe yeah. tw- maybe 2009. But yeah, it works. totally. So, I had one of those too. And it hooks too. to the library, so yep. he's happy. I definitely had one of those. That's all good. <laughs> all right. So why heaven is all around us? Ashley, can you share a little bit more about we felt about how, why we felt this was so necessary in this cultural moment? Yes. So in the middle of this quarantine, I definitely, I don't know about you guys, but I've had moments of frustration. I've had moments of grief. I've had moments of fear and anxiety. And so a friend of mine reminded me of this awesome yoga that's available online. And I think we talked about it on another show, Um, but Caroline Williams does this amazing yoga. And in one of the practices, it was called um, Christian Yoga for a Bad Day. And she was going through the C.S. Lewis book, um, about grief. And I Mm. was so struck by her explanation and the quotes that she chose and just choosing to talk about how heaven is everywhere right now, that even in our grief, even in a bad day, even in the hard times, that we can actually um, connect to heaven where we are. And so for me, that was a really powerful thought. And then I started thinking about all the different times that Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is now, or the kingdom of heaven is at hand, or the kingdom of heaven is within you. And just thinking about how we have access to heaven at all times, even when it feels like we're going through hell or when it feels like the world around us is crumbling and falling, we have the opportunity to access heaven and to experience what heaven is like right here on the earth. And whether that is through the laughter of a child or it is through a connection point with a dear friend or it is through, you know, the holy work that we've um, committed ourselves to during this season, whatever it is, we have this beautiful opportunity to access heaven. And so where is heaven all around you right now? And I think that helps us to shift the perspective that we have. It helps us to hold on to hope. It helps remind us that we have an anchor that is not of this world and that we have the the capacity to see above what we see in real life like everything we see around us is not all there is to see even though it's difficult yeah. even though it's hard even though it's painful and it's starting to get real for so many of us you know mm-hmm. who have friends or family who, are, who have been affected by this virus um, I think that it's really important for us to recognize where is heaven right now that's so beautiful I love specifically how you said he is acquainted with our grief Christ is not far from our mourning. He's not far from our losses. And I think the wild thing that, you know, no one who's currently alive has ever had to deal with in this particular way now. I mean, I know that there are mm-hmm. a few people who've lived through the Spanish flu and are still living. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, the the point zero 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 right one totally. percent of them. The exception but for, for the sure. majority of it for the majority of us, we've never had to be this isolated on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think that our grief and our anxiety and our depression and our sadness and our loneliness, the things that we would have struggled with on an average day are times yeah. a million right now. I think yeah. for some of us who've never struggled with things like this, you know, we're having panic attacks and we're like, what is happening right now? Like what is happening yeah. to my body? What's happening to my mind and my spirit? And to know that Christ is, is acquainted. He yeah. is not um, unfamiliar with the depth or the nuance or mm-hmm. the intricacies of our grief. And I think that is just the most comforting thing possible is, yes, we have to go through this, but we don't have to go through this alone. And that there is somebody we can call on. And um, I had a friend yesterday, she Marco Poloed me, and she just said, wow, like to still not see people. 
Like, it's one thing when, you know, it's a couple weeks, it's like as if you went on vacation somewhere, but then to still, like, oh, this is not letting up anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And just, we so, so, so badly need each other. And I think that this ache we feel for each other, we can direct toward heaven. I think we don't have a choice much else to to put it anywhere else. And I think that um, as we ache for the nearness of Christ, he will meet us. He will meet us. I mean, you think of the Psalms, the the outbursts and the lament and the excitement and the promise. And you think of just their honest cries of like, be near me, Lord, because this feels impossible. So I think that um, we must remember that this, this beauty really is available and it's not, um, it's not obvious. It's not Tiger King. It's not something we can eat. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's something we must look for and access Mm -hmm. and trust that the Lord is good even now. Yes. And I think that takes, can sometimes take some mental gymnastics to be like, okay, if the Lord is good, where is he? Yeah. And he, and, and even looking at like, the Lord is often in the victimized, right? He he said it when right. you did not give me a drink, when you did not help me, when you did not serve me, you turned me away. So when we right. look at we we look where is God in all this, right? Where is heaven in all this? And we can look in the victimized, we can look at those s- sacrificing their time yes. and their lives, we can look at our healthcare workers and we can see oh there he is. He's yeah. at work. He's at work. I really really love that perspective and I think it does encourage us to to you know lift our eyes from ourselves as well because i think heaven is so wonderfully connected as you've already said there's something about heaven that's very interconnected and very concerned for one another and i think we can go insular when we're in these difficult times and we can begin to feed our fears and feed our insecurities and some of it's okay we have to process them acknowledge them we can't ignore them you know there's a there's a part of this that's very healthy and real Uh and then there is that part of it that can turn completely insular and part of connecting with heaven during this time is lifting your eyes and seeing the breadth of humanity lifting your eyes and seeing god in the suffering lifting your Mm, eyes and seeing god in the helping lifting your eyes and seeing god across the breadth of humanity and i love the beautiful ways that people are finding to be connected. Oh my gosh, my friend Selena sent me this incredible TikTok video. I don't get TikTok. I'm not going over there. I don't understand it. To me, it's like in the Tiger King category. Like, why would you bother? I don't get it. <laughs> Girl, I'm with you. I gotta be honest. I'm like, what? I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm quarantined, but I'm not happening? so quarantined that I'm gonna go download TikTok. Right? Like, I can't do it. I, can't, I, I can't handle one more like, thing. I can't make one more videos thing. and dance, and I, I can't do it. But I really appreciated this video, and it made me cry so hard so uh, there was um this beautiful i think it was in florida but there's this great like condos and they're all across from one another and you can look out across the buildings and it's really sunny and palm trees like so beautiful and it's like the 20th floor up and it's one of the neighbors across like across the balcony is looking at her other neighbor and they are doing a, a gender reveal. And so on one side they have like blue, oh, um, think one side the balcony's decorated blue and one side the balcony's decorated pink. And so Stop the neighbor it. that's across the way and they're so far apart, but you can still see each other and she's wearing a pink sweatshirt. And then um, they announce like they do the little pop thing and the pink goes everywhere and you realize it's a girl and everybody starts cheering across the balconies. And I just got so teary eyed because I thought, man, oh. that is a moment that you can't bear to share 
alone like to spend that alone you want to be doing a gender reveal with family with friends with people that you love and i thought god look at the kindness of strangers like this girl's just a neighbor doesn't even know who they are and she put on a pink sweatshirt to be like team pink when they did the announcement and so i just thought that was so precious and so thank you TikTok. but those are the things that you know we need to be thinking about and looking at it's like humanity at its core is really good and we've been indoctrinated for so long with you know media rhetoric and news rhetoric and you know the bad stuff sells in the same way that sex sells Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like the negative reports sell but actually my experience with humanity is that most people are really good and want to do really good and i think now is the time for us to really acknowledge that look for it be those people and acknowledge the goodness in this world i love that oh i love that you said that you know that the evil, the the vile, that's what we see. That's what gets the clicks. That's what sells. Yeah. And the beauty and the ordinary Tuesday of a gender reveal is not something that we may all see, but it's something that reminds us that we're created the image of God to celebrate yeah. one another, to love one another, to serve one another. Oh, girl, that is so beautiful. There, yes. uh, a friend of mine here, her little guy's fifth birthday um, was yesterday or day before. And I saw on Instagram, this is so sweet. She, um, uh, a, they're her closest friends. They did a caravan drive by and honking oh, and and precious. celebrating and shouting out the windows, happy birthday. So he got to go out and stand and just have all these people that love him oh my drive gosh. by and celebrate him and such a fun way to again celebrate and love and mm. this is not easy and i love that you said that there is no, room isn't. to grieve there is room like i yeah. think we must th- this this message that you're also hearing and i touched on this i believe on the manic monday show but i mean we're together so much now people we're with you we're with you you might yes. hear a story <laughs> just get used to it means i really am passionate about whatever point i'm trying to prove yes but this this message of hustle and self-improvement you can go ahead and shelf that if need be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think please. that that's for everybody. Yeah. I think this is the time to talk about grief. This is the time to talk about yeah. healing. From the mo- for, I mean, for many of us, we don't have tools in the toolbox to handle grief. Come on. Let's talk about that. Let's work through that. Yeah. Let's get to the healthiest position we can be under the circumstances and claim heaven yeah. now because when this does end, w- w- may we be stronger for it. May we have faced the darkness and sat in the dark yeah. and, and found that we're going to be okay found that Christ yeah. is near. I think that it's just so, um, may we not miss the opportunity to grieve. May we yeah. not miss the opportunity to feel the pain because there is something bright and beautiful um, on the other side. I love that. I was thinking about this yesterday because, you know, I I am one of the people that has lost a significant amount of income from the coronavirus. And at the same time yesterday, for the most part, I've been totally okay with that. Like I trust God. You know, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to connect with my kids, to rest, even though my productivity side wants to kick in. And I have been productive. There are things that we're doing, of course. But at the same time, my inclination is to make up the gap on my own. And I felt so strongly from the Holy Spirit to to rest and to trust God and trust that God will make up the gap in my rest. And yesterday I was having just a moment of fear and I thought, you know what? I need to worship and my um, mm. and Cody had taken the kids out to go for like a walk a little hike in this area it's secluded we totally practice social distancing and all of that but I stayed home and the phrase that I just kept singing out loud was just like God you're my provider you will take care of me God you're pro- my provider you will take care of me and realizing that we don't always have in a storm like this that you can't predict 
and that you sure don't appreciate all the time, you cannot make up these gaps. <laughs> it's like God right. has to hold you. God has right. to be tender with you. God has to lead you through it. And I believe for some people, he's going to give you insanely creative ideas. He's going to give you something that is just so supernatural and so God and so wisdom for the ages that will carry you through, that will sustain you. It, this time will really be a catalyst for what God is doing in your life. And then there are some people who just need to rest and trust that God will make up the gap, that he can do more in our rest than he ever can in our striving. And that we just need to rest and trust him. And I, I felt so um, connected to God as my provider, the one who cares for me, the one who is my help, the one, you know, I look to the hills for where does my help come from? My help comes from God and just yeah. affirming that within myself. And I think now's a really beautiful opportunity when you can't do anything, you have to really discover what you believe about God. And mm -hmm. when you cannot make up the gap, when you cannot hustle, when you literally can't get out of your house, you really have to reckon with, do I trust God? Do I trust yeah. that he's enough? Do I trust that he will take care of me? And so I, I just had a beautiful time of worship yesterday thinking about those things. And I think that's what this time is for, is for us to really understand, God, what do I believe about you? And yeah, I want to put, I want to do my part, but God also really want to understand you as father, as friend, as comforter, as healer, as provider. I want to know you as these things in a deeper way. Yeah, it's in our hardest days that we decide who he is, isn't it? It's not on the best yeah. days when everything's mm -hmm. going well and we feel like we can even take some credit for it. I mean, like right. you said, this is not a time where we can outrun ourselves. We can outdo ourselves. We can. It's not a time for us where we feel like we can win. And I think that when you realize that he is he is your only hope, yeah, that's a beautiful place to be. It's definitely yeah. a raw place to be, but totally. I think that there is... Um, it's heavenly, just as we it said. It is. There's it's something heavenly. so freeing about that too. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. you can't do it. Like you're a human being who can't do it, <laughs> and letting right. that be—that's so powerful. Right. It's like that. There's so that's so freeing, <laughs> so humbling. I yeah, I is. think that it also, like you said, it's just a time when we are really reminded how much we feel in control. Right. That's it. We that's right. so worship the idol of security. We do, and. I mean, we all do. It's not a, mm -hmm. I, I don't think this is a, like, oh, some of us do. You know, I think it's a, like, mm -hmm. no, because we won't pay the bills and have the Come lights on. on. That's why. That's Come exactly on. right. Yes. We're just trying to live. Yes. And in this moment when even the most basic necessity of leaving our home is basically taken for, for a yep. good reason, obviously, um, mm -hmm. it's just that reminder of, like, I can't, I can't fix this. I am not supreme. I am right. not. That's it. <laughs> the God of my own life. But there yeah. is someone and we can rest in him. We can rest in his arms. We can rest in the refuge of who he is. And yeah. I love that. Um, what a beautiful way to end this, Ashley. Just worship. We encourage you. Worship. You know, yeah. Ashley is, is, I love that she always talks about this because it really pushes me as well. Just musical worship. Mm -hmm. Just to listen to praise. Listen to praise and join your voice with whether it's a track, whether it's a playlist, whatever yeah. the case may be. Mm -hmm. uh, worship for me is journaling. Like that is a way I feel like I can breathe deeper, yes. see straighter, ground myself. That is a way to worship, writing my own psalms, whatever the case may be. But find your way to worship. For some yes. of us, taking a walk in an appropriate social distancing manner. Yes. Um, if that is life-giving, <laughs> find your way, whatever your pathway may be, I think, to invite heaven to invite mm -hmm. heaven into your home, into your space between your ears mm -hmm. is so, so, so vital. Yes, you have any last is. words? Yes, I just want to say that sometimes we have this idea of what heaven looks like, and may all of us be open to receiving what heaven really is in this time. You know, sometimes we think heaven is what 
Tiffany talked about it's security. It's having things. It's making sure things are taken care of. It's having stockpiles of items. Like, and mm-hmm. heaven may not be any of those things. And so I pray during this time that we would all be open to God. What does heaven look like for me? What? How can I receive more of what you have to offer me, Lord? How can I create and cultivate heaven on this earth? And so just be open to your idea of heaven changing, because I think I think during this time it can, and and maybe it should. Mm, so well said. Thank you so much for joining us. We are for you. We are praying for you. If this is an encouragement to you, we encourage to share this episode with a friends. We're all in this together. See you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.